0: Welcome to The Lifeline, a production of Simply B.J.E. Incorporated. The goal of this podcast is to build, inspire, and to empower our audience by speaking life and adding value to their day. We invite you to follow us on Facebook and TikTok, to like us on Instagram and Twitter, and to subscribe to us on YouTube. Now, let's tune in for today's episode. Top of the day, everyone. I trust that you are well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Lifeline. I'm your host, Barry J. Elliott, also known as BJE. The purpose of The Lifeline is to speak life and to add value to your day. Additionally, one of the goals of this podcast is to tackle real-life issues with a practical approach while also discussing the spiritual implications. So let's talk. Wednesday marked three years ago that on March 15th, 2020, the United States began a massive shutdown to mitigate the spread of COVID-19. Life as we knew it before March 2020 is now history. Our lives, our families, and our world has been forever altered, and the harsh reality is that some people are still trying to rebuild, and even harsher, some people still have no clue where or even how to begin rebuilding because they experienced so much loss. Now for many people, it's not that they don't want to, they just don't know how to. They're not shiftless, they're not lazy, they're just broken and they're hurting and they are disillusioned. And this is not just relevant to COVID. It can be true of any traumatic experience. Some situations are harder to bounce back than others. It can be a divorce, it can be the death of a loved one, it can be a devastating job loss, it can be a number of things. But people are feeling hopeless. People are hurting. People are looking for answers, wondering how to bounce back from their loss. And so this brings us to our question for the day. How do you rebuild your life after loss? How do you rebuild your life after loss? As I stated earlier, 2020 changed life as we knew it as a result of COVID-19. Businesses closed, people lost jobs, people lost homes, The American economy suffered immensely, and over one million lives were lost. In fact, I know a family that three people died within a matter of three weeks. And although the pandemic was life-altering, and in some cases, shattering, the quarantine gave us time to engage in self-reflection and introspection, and I made it my business to take advantage of that time because I knew I needed to do some work on me. And while I worked from home for over a year and a half, I used that time to rediscover me and to engage in self-reflection. Now, let me warn you, if you really engage and do the work of self-reflection and introspection, you may discover some things about yourself that you don't like. You may discover some uncomfortable truths. For example, I discovered two things about myself. I discovered that I struggled with insecurity and I discovered that I struggled with inadequacy. I struggled with feeling that I had lost too much time, made too many mistakes, and that I was too much of a failure to recover. And I felt like I was too old to ascertain the purpose for which God had created me. However, three things helped me to move through those feelings of insecurity and inadequacy. The first thing was my relationship with Jesus Christ and my commitment to live a life of prayer and devotion to him. Now, I know this is 2023. I know a lot of people subscribe to atheism. Some subscribe to agnosticism and some other ideas such as karma or the universe. But as far as I'm concerned, as far as BJE is concerned, life is not worth living without an authentic connection with Jesus Christ. So the first thing that helped me navigate those feelings of insecurity and inadequacy was my relationship with him. The second thing was my circle. I surrounded myself with people who have a genuine desire to see me succeed and to fulfill God's plan for my life. I intentionally filled my life with people that care about me, not my gifts, not my talents, but they care about me. And these are people who pray for me and hold me accountable for living a God life And, or should I say a godly life and a productive life. And I believe that if you are going to be successful, if you're going to have the kind of support system that builds you and helps you build the kind of life that you envision for yourself, you need two kinds of people in your circle. You need people that charge you and you need people that challenge you. You need people that charge you and you need people that challenge you. The people that charge you inspire and empower you to be better. Let's think about this. If you buy a light and you want it to work, you have to make sure it is connected to the right source. It has to have the right connection in order for it to shine its brightest. Likewise, in order for you and I to shine our brightest, we must have the necessary connection. So we need people. That inspire and charge us secondly we need people that challenge us we need people that challenge us the people that challenges that challenge us are the people that hold us accountable for becoming better you need people who refuse to let you be unethical or mediocre and so these are the kinds of people that i had in my circle so the first things that helped me to recover or move through those feelings of inadequacy and insecurity was my relationship with Jesus. The second thing was having a circle of people that charged me and challenged me. Then thirdly, it was my decision-making ability. I couldn't leave it to my faith and I couldn't leave it to my friends only. I had to make some intentional decisions and I decided not to be paralyzed by my insecurity or my inadequacy. I decided not to waste my God-given potential and I decided that it was possible to rebuild my life. You may have lost some things, but one thing you have not lost is your ability to make decisions. One of your greatest powers is the ability to make decisions or the gift of free will. And if you're listening to this podcast today, perhaps you're at a crossroad and it's time for you to make some decisions about you and the direction of your life. And so my goal today is to remind you that it is possible to rebuild your life. Rebuilding your life is still possible, whether you're 5, 25, 55, 65, 75, it is still possible to rebuild your life. And from my experience, there are five keys that can help you to rebuild and rebound from loss. The first key is recalibration. To recalibrate means to reset. It's about positioning yourself to achieve a desired outcome or direction. So let's make this clear. I said it earlier, but I want to say it again. It's not too late for a fresh start. Did you know that Colonel Sanders was 62 years old when he opened his first KFC? Dorothy Steele, who was the elderly black woman from the Black Panther, was 88 years when she launched her acting career. And so recalibration is possible Recalibration is possible. The second key for rebuilding and recovering from loss is reimagining. Reimagining. The United Negro Fund had a theme some years ago that said, A mind is a terrible thing to waste. And so it's time for you to use your mind to start reimagining. To reimagine is to change the way you see yourself and to expand the borders of what you believe is possible. It is the intentional act of increasing your mental capacity to believe what can be. It's about visualizing new possibilities. And so I want you to take a moment and close your eyes and I want you to start visualizing what's possible. I want to challenge you not to see yourself in light of your losses, not in light of or through the lens of your past or your pain. Don't see yourself through the lens of fear or failure, but I want to challenge you to see yourself as the Imago Dei. The Imago Dei is Latin for the image of God. You are an expression of God's divine nature. Imagine yourself Being better, living better, and becoming better. In the words of one of my favorite Disney characters, Mufasa, you are more than what you become. You are not only more than what you've become, you're more than what happened to you. You're more than what they did to you. And so it's time for you to reimagine a new you. So the first key is recalibration. The second key is reimagining. The second key is reinvention. To reinvent means to change or bring about a transformation. Reinventing means more than just changing your look, changing your diet, or changing your job. It's about elevating the quality of your life. It's about a life transformation or a life shift. It's time for you to think about how you can be different and how you can live differently and seeing yourself beyond your now. And so the first key was recalibration. The second one was reimagining. The third one was reinvention. And now our fourth one is reigniting, reigniting. To reignite is to kindle a fire. It's about rediscovering your purpose. It's about falling in love with that purpose to the extent that it consumes your life. It's about living life on purpose, with purpose, and according to your purpose. It's time for you to reclaim the you that God designed you to be. And not only that, you have to organize your life around your purpose. Plan for where you wanna go. Put a plan in place. Do some research. Ask some questions. Connect with people who know more than you. Don't settle for where you are because better is possible. So the fourth key was reigniting. And that's very crucial for our fourth key. Fifth key, I should say. When you think about a rocket, in order for a rocket to launch, it needs firepower. So the reigniting is where you get your firepower for the fifth key, which is relaunching. To relaunch is to try again. It's about not being afraid to set and pursue goals again. Make this confession with me. I am a goal setter and a goal getter. I am a goal setter and a goal getter. I am a goal setter and a goal getter. I don't just plan, I produce. I don't just have big ideas, I make big moves. I am a goal setter and a goal getter. For those of you that may be saying, I'm too old or I've lost too much time, my message to you is you can do this. You have what it takes to rebuild your life. And I know that you can rebuild your life for three reasons. The first, the reason that I know that you can rebuild your life is because God made you resilient. I dare you to tap yourself on your chest and say, God made me resilient. My brother, my sister, you are a survivor. You are an overcomer. You have outlived and outlasted some incredible storms. Instead of allowing what you experienced to destroy you, it developed you. And although your experiences were painful, in some ways they propelled you to become a better you. And so I know because you're listening to this, you are incredibly resilient. Secondly, God made you relevant. God made you relevant. You are a part of God's plan. You are necessary. Your life is not an accident. You were meant to be here. The world needs what you have to offer. So God made you resilient. God made you relevant. Then lastly, God made you resourceful. God made you resourceful. Your experiences, your ups, and your downs are resources. Every valley experience, everything that you've been through has taught you specific lessons and those lessons that you gleaned are not just for you, but they're for others that need what you've been through. Your gifts, your talents, your skill sets, your highs and your lows, and everything you've been through have given you an arsenal of resources to show someone else that it is possible to outlive and outlast tragedy and trauma. I read a quote not long ago and that quote said, if you were given this life, it's because you are strong enough to live it. My friend, if you are listening to this, you are given the life that you live because you are not only strong enough to live it, but you still are strong enough to recalibrate, reimagine, reinvent, reignite, and relaunch. And so my word to you today, my encouragement to you is, let the rebuilding begin because you can do this. You are resilient, you are resourceful, you are necessary. You are resilient, you are relevant, and you are necessary. You are resourceful, you are relevant, and you are necessary. You are resilient, you are resourceful, and you are necessary. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to pray with those that are listening to this podcast i thank you for the gift of this moment and i pray father that this moment would be exactly what the title of this podcast is that it would be a lifeline to that person that is searching for answers for that person that do, that does not know which way to go that's looking for a method, that's looking for a means, that's looking for a strategy. I pray, Father, that in this moment that strategies and ideas will begin to be born in them. I pray that their zeal and their zest for life would experience a revival. I pray that they would experience a new level of determination. I pray, Father, that they would rediscover the fact and come into realization that they are indeed resilient, that they are relevant to now, and that they are resourced. I pray that you would help them not to wallow in what happened yesterday, but I pray that you would give them the strength to pick themselves up by their bootstraps and to move forward to purpose and to destiny. And then, Father, I pray that you would strengthen their relationship with you. I pray that they would come to discover you in a new and a real and personal way. And then, Father, I pray that as you did for me, that you would give them a circle, a support system that would help them to shine their brightest. I pray that you would connect them with people that charge them and challenge them. And then, Father, I pray that you would strengthen their decision-making ability. Help them to make the decisions that are healthy, or should I say choices that are healthy and decisions that are wise. I pray that you would bless them in every area of their life. Bless them spiritually. Bless them mentally. Bless them emotionally. Bless them relationally. Bless them financially. Bless them in their discipline. Bless them in their health. I pray, God, that 2023 would be one of the best years of their life because they make a decision to follow you. I pray today, Father, that they would choose you above their own will and above their own desires so that they can realize their fullest potential because, Father, we recognize that outside of you, we can never be our best self. And so, Father, I pray today that they would reconnect to your will, that they would discover who they are in you so that they can be who they need to be in the earth. I glorify you. I bless you. And I honor you. It's in the name of the Lord Jesus that I pray. Amen and amen. Well, friends, thank you for tuning into the lifeline. I'm grateful for you and I am sincerely excited about your future. If you're listening to this podcast, God has more life for you to live. So do not allow your insecurities or your inadequacies to keep you from living your best life. And to take it a step further, don't allow your insecurities to keep you from being the fullest expression of who God created you to be. God bless you, my friend, and remember that you have what it takes to rebuild because you are resilient, you are relevant, and you are resourceful. Have an incredible day on purpose. Thank you for tuning into the Lifeline podcast, and it is our hope that we added life and value to your day. God bless.